I don't want to tell any tales, but that's a sexy bunch of motherfuckers right there. I'm gonna have to start playing lap steel here in a second. Alright. Is it rolling? Here we are leaving the Texas Renaissance Festival. That's, 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 that's what, we, we just lost all decorum. What? Chad, what episode <laughs> is this, Chad? This is episode number 142. Where are we leaving, Chad? We are leaving the Texas Renaissance Festival where we just played Pirate Weekend at the Isle of Tortuga with our, our friends, the Drunken Monkey Privateers <coughs> and their, their uh, extended extended family family of troublemakers. Oh, yeah. Um, strange times at the Ren Fair, but it was a fun night. Second weekend there. Apparently there was some kind of drama going on that I didn't notice. Did you, did you see any of that happening while we were on stage? The fight? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't see it. No, I didn't not see it. Did you hear about it? Yeah. In the paper. Mm-hmm. In the Sunday papers. I read the news today, oh boy. In the Sunday papers. So anyway, uh, good show, fun show, good show. Very fun show. Yeah. Fun show, very fun. I was I was impressed at how many people were there. A nice stage, which I played on before, apparently. Yeah. According to Owen from the George Theater, that was the same stage I played on last year during the... American Starlin tribute to Karen Carpenter stage from the George Theater, but uh, that's enough about that. Oh, look, he dropped a name. And it wasn't even <laughs> again. Anyway, and, uh, it all worked out. What a what a fun fucking night. But no divots. So, yeah, yeah, we did. So we played last week, uh, just right down the, the campsite, and uh, we did a wedding, and uh, lots of fun. And um, tonight, what well, tonight was... I, I don't know if I've seen this bigger crowd because we had the we, mm -hmm. we, we, we so we're at, like uh, Chad said it was aisle thirteen, um, uh, so it's a, the whole row of campers, but they they built a stage, and the stage was phenomenal. I mean, yeah, you could land a fucking jumbo jet on that thing. Yeah, and uh, Massive. they uh, they uh, there we go. Road. Yeah, so. But I mean, I jumped up a few times. The microphone barely moved, and that's 800 pounds of lard hitting the hitting the hitting the rigs. So we have fun, okay? Fun, fun, fun. Uh, everybody, you know, great mood. So for for those who don't know, this is the Texas Renaissance Festival, and uh, these punters have been out in the sun all day drinking and drinking and drinking and walking and walking and walking. I mean, there's no AC. There's no ye old air conditioner. There's no, um, you know, recycled air unless you get behind a big. Anyway, we'll stop there. So, uh, so, uh, the, so everybody that was there was at the fair, and they don't care, and they had to Wait, in the air. Yeah, but no, everybody was there, and they were just. It was, it was such a, a festive. I mean, just it, there was so much energy. I, I really did. I thought we were going to catch them. You know, that blue ballad. No, we didn't play one fucking. I mean, <laughs> it was, there was nothing. There was. I mean, we. I, I didn't see the fucking ground. It was mobbed, and they were singing and they were dancing. Mm -hmm. So, um, hopefully, we'll get some some recordings out of this. Um, well, you know, maybe post some, you know, clip. But some, some, some they sang. Their, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, visually. And lots of singing along, lots of yeah. lots of uh, 
witches and yes. pirates. And yeah. A lot of familiar faces out there. People had some people I hadn't seen in years. Yeah. Yeah, this grizzly cool. Yeah. From Houston, Austin, Galveston, Vider was Dallas. Mm-hmm. Longview. Vider, yeah. Who was Vider? Not that blonde gal with the with, with the huge yeah, stripes of line. The girl was at the end of the shirt. Was yeah. hanging out, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Hanging out. Who wasn't hanging out? Exactly. Um, yeah, very, very cool. Ooh. And then um yeah, what a what a what a fun night. Very, very, very fun. Yeah. Forgot to eat, so the songs were a little bit uh fast. I think, I think we all <laughs> forgot to eat. Uh good good times, good times. Um So what's next? So kids, where we left you last week, we were talking about biopics. Yeah. Why and why not? Yeah. And we were talking I think where we left it was uh, we'd all pretty much agreed no. <laughs> well, why is it? It's it's why is it so frustrating? Do you think for us particularly? We we talked about this. You, you mentioned this in the last episode that it's we're very 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 close to obviously this 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 line of work. I I really want to see a biopic done well. <laughs> yeah, and I, it just it, it just it baffles me that they don't consult musicians more, which is. And I know you haven't seen the Queen pick. The, the, the Queen biopic does does a fairly good job. Would you agree, Eric? However, they use a, a re-recording of the uh, Freddie Mercury parts, though. Sure, sure, sure. They, they have Mark Martell. Right, uh, right. And, uh, uh, Freddie Mercury Queen impersonator guy. Right, right. To the uh, vocal parts. But I think the weakness of that film was that it was one of those things where they're trying to tell the whole story of the band from the time that Freddie Mercury met them, you know, from the time he joined the band, like all the way through him announcing to them that he had AIDS. Oh, don't lie. What? AIDS? And they, 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 did, they did compress it a little bit. Audio obviously. visual AIDS, Patrick, come on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but it was it was a huge story they were trying to tell in a short amount of time. And that's, I mean, that's the problem with most it's biopics. Like every biopic, though. Yeah. What's that? It's almost like every biopic. Every biopic that's worth it. Yeah, that's I'm that's not, why they sell it. They try to pick like a certain like specific, uh, specific moment in time. Like yeah. Like if like you know, unfortunately, like a great day in Harlem is a great documentary. It could be a cool movie, but you know, or what, like what movie is that? The Great Day in Harlem. It's about all these jazz guys get together and had a picture taken in Harlem, and it's it's a pretty famous uh, photograph. They made a documentary about it. So all these guys, just like, okay, it's like a Sunday afternoon. No one really has a gig yet. Let's all meet at this block in Harlem. Oh, cool. And, and, and take this picture. And it's got, like, every jazz guy in New York City at that time, like, 1950s, I think. Wow, okay. Amazing, amazing, See, that's a cool idea. Amazing photography. Yeah. But, like, something like that would be a cool movie. I mean, like, there's that movie that they made about uh, One Night in Miami where it's, like... Yes. Muhammad Ali and Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke. Uh, I forget who the other two guys are. Yeah. But apparently they were all in Miami at the same time. Right. I mean, stuff like that could have been cool. Or even that, yeah. Like making a, a picture about John and Paul sitting in, you know, John's apartment and then the Saturday Night Live thing comes up. Yes. You know, stuff like That's that. That's exactly like, what it did. But, like, but if it's a condensed, like, you know, yeah. moment in time, but yeah. it's definitely to do, like, somebody's life story. You, you can't. The only one that did really well was like, you know, Get Hard. That was a really good one. But yes, yes. <laughs> that's not even a real. Walk Hard, you mean? Walk, Walk Hard. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, I'm, I'm getting hard just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> hey. What? Yeah. That's that's the problem is that they try to do 
telling, I mean, any movie that tries to tell somebody's entire life story in two hours is. Uh, I mean, to that point, I mean, the Beatles won and they made for TV, and Dick Clark made for TV back in the late 70s and early 80s, you know, up to the point where they landed in New York City. I mean, that was sort of. At least that's somewhat truncated, yeah. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know that. Yeah. Like, the, there was a movie, and this, this suffered for other reasons, but there was a. A movie called Backbeat. Did you ever see that? About no, the Beatles? About, about their no. Hamburg their Hamburg years? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it, 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 at least they had the right idea that they were telling a short a story in a short period of time. Sure. But the music was... <laughs> they, 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 they sounded way better than they really did at the time. The band was, like, way too tight. Right, yeah. Like, you know, John Lennon and the like, love triangle thing was... Kind of focused on that, right? Right. I like the guy... That was an example of kind of... A little off kilter casting. The guy I'm trying to remember his name. Ian, Ian something. The guy who played John Lennon. Ted Danson. <laughs> he, he played John a couple of times. Shelly like three. Actually, he played in a world. That actor played John three different times. Three different. In kind a of, world where Ted Danson plays three, John Lennon. Yeah. Three very unusual Beatles. Shelly Long. Paul McCartney. It is. Cheers, the Beatles. <laughs> Sorry. Hey. All right. So, what biopic do you not wait? Want to see or not want to see? I want to see any. I've already seen other ones I don't want to see. We talked about this earlier. I know, but if, if I, I don't want to see anything that's going to be like you say, two hours, and then you've got to put all the fucking ups and downs of a. I tell you, he's got a great story. Oh, please tell us who is it? Surprise us, Iron Maiden. They got a great fucking story. Yeah. Oh, what a shock! I mean, they got a great story, and they have a great. Uh, it's it, it, it's uh, there's so much going on there. There's so many members, and there's so many behind the curtain things that happen that are really interesting. Even for the non musician or the people that don't care about the band, it's a great story. However, I don't want to see anybody, anybody, to, you know, do that shit. You know, we talked about the the VH1 bullshit where they did the the uh, oh, what's it called the deaf deaf leopard deaf leopard. Yeah, they did that stupid. You know, and, and everybody had that 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 the Disneyland Yorkshire accent. I go, hey, well, it's a bit too much. Of you, your fucking arm fell off. You know, it's like fuck <laughs> off. You know, it's just it's just so bad, and it's it, it's so. But then, lefty. One of the things, yeah. One of the things that uh, uh, one of the things that that just should never happen is, you know, we talked about it last week. You can't get a lookalike. You know, to, to do somebody like as iconic as Freddie. However, you you have to get somebody that's kind of mildly like it. You know, if you want people to see it that are not that may not know the full story, because then you get lost when you know you have a guy that looks like fucking you know Tom Waits playing Freddie. You know what I mean? You, yeah. You, you, you kind of lose the lose the plot, it's, and it's yeah. You know, but uh, immersion I think is the word. You need to be able to get lost in the what story. What a guy against his head! See? We got, we got Al Pacino that's, in that's, here. That's my Tom Waits. Oh. Sounds like Hulk Hogan. That sounds like Hulk Hogan in a blender. <laughs> Brother. Uh, title. Uh, uh, but, you know, but the, 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 and a lot of people don't know this, but um, the, the Human League have a biopic, and it's called The Sound of Music. Did anybody ever see that? With that, no. What? Yeah, so I'm just kidding. Hold on. Anyway, so <laughs> the human league actually is—they do have an interesting story. Okay. I don't no, care. We're not. We're not. We're not I don't care. Yeah. I mean, e- e- <laughs> even if they did, I, I was completely making it up. I don't know anything. About, 
I, I just to me, it, it always sounded like the guy who was uh, monotone. Yeah. The singer was like real monotone, and, and the songs never, you know. I thought the keyboard parts were kind of. Anyway, so. No. Take, take it. So right. yeah. So it's just boring. It's fucking boring. So, Don't stay out of that range. So well, he wasn't a musician. Man. That's the thing. Good. And they, they, then you make the movie. And we'll, we'll make sure. <laughs> I was saying that they were. They 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 were successful out of sheer determination because that guy. Okay, so so back up. So did any, <laughs> did anybody know? Did anybody notice tonight? I go fuck him. Um, he started. Uh, did, did anybody notice a little extra Sabbath in the in in the set tonight? I did a little yeah. bit extra. Yeah, it was yeah. funny. It's like fuck. I couldn't remember the. I know. I, I was laughing because I was like, the, 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 the song that it's so fucking so ingrained in all of us until you pull it out. I was like, well, I, was, I was laughing at you, Chad. Yeah. Like, well, we used to we did used to play the whole song, and I'd spend it. Oh fuck, we're doing what the what song fuck, shit. That was the paranoid. It was the paranoid. Well, there's only like two extra chords. I couldn't remember yeah. what the fuck they were. I know. You made it. You made it a note eventually. Yeah. yeah. Here we got there. But 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 and they talk about a great fucking story when you when you start with Black Sabbath. Now, don't the, the Tony Iommi's book to me was just boring as fuck. I went to the shop. Oh, you went to the shop. <laughs> I'm gonna put some peanut butter and I put it on my bollocks. So it was so just it, it, it was so cut but they have a great fucking story yeah they do the, 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 the backstory for Sabbath is amazing same with Deep Purple same yeah. with you know uh, fuck that's it. but if if uh, you know if you if you went into all that stuff anybody that's not even a fan would like the movie except me so uh, so I I was wrong well I don't want to say I was wrong because that never happens you're mistaken but yeah you, you guys were mistaken yes the last episode when you heard me yeah. uh, say that so you so there must be some kind of a resemblance but I don't want to see that cocksucker trying to be you know like, like the aforementioned Elvis or Bowie or Lemmy or you know somebody that's godlike you know you don't want to fucking yeah you know what I mean about that we talked about Bowie last week, and I was thinking, you know, he said, in my immediate answer was no, don't don't do it. But then I started thinking about it more, and you were saying earlier before we started, before we changes in your mind. Before he played the gig, you're saying what we should talk about a, a what what's a biopic that we do want to see? Like, yes. What what what? Okay. So and we were talking about the best ones seem to be the ones that tell shorter stories, like in a shorter period of time. All right, so Bowie. There's so many stories that people want to see. Obviously, everybody, everybody wants. Oh, then show me Ziggy Stardust. And, you know, all this stuff, the obvious shit. What I want to see is the. This is the, be a good story. To be only maybe only span a few months or maybe a year or two years or something, and it would be the period his his Berlin trilogy period, which which follows. You know, after he broke up the Ziggy Stardust thing, and he went through his his uh, Motown soul crap, and he. Yeah, it hurts. And well, he went through, he went through this really rough period where he was like really horribly hooked on heroin. He was breaking up with his wife, and uh, and then he finally he and Iggy Pop went to Berlin and they kicked heroin together. And then then it was around that time that he did Low and Heroes and Lodger, those three albums. And he, but that's also when he just kind of stopped leaning on this this crutch of playing like pretending to be somebody else and he just kind of did what he wanted to do from there forward 
Sounds like somebody just wrote a biopic. That's so a I think, very, very I think the, niche audience yeah, right there. Yeah. yeah, well, I think it would be it would be kind of an arty film, and I think that would be a better way to do it instead of making this big thing. Because Bowie was an arty, weird guy. No. And I think that would be a really great angle for it. And the culmination could be him figuring out... Writing the words to heroes was kind of a process. And the, 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 the climax of the film could be him finally finishing the lyrics of that song and then tracking the vocal, and that would be the end of the film. You know, he just kind of finds himself and moves on from there. I think that would be a really good story. Fade the black end scene. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll call my Hollywood people in the morning. Yeah. Um, I, I did think of somebody that could play Lemmy as well. Yeah. Um, you you had mentioned, what's his name from... Eric, what was it? Who was it? Uh, the, the guy you said you came up with the idea to play Lemmy last play the Jew in Peaky Blinders. Come on. Wait, what? <laughs> The guy you, you had an idea of some, for somebody to play Lemmy last week. Yeah, that, was, that was a whole week ago, man. I know. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the guy I, I've in, done some shit since then. Uh-huh. It was the guy who's in the in the, uh, the oh uh, to, uh, uh, Tom Hardy. Yes, Thank you. yes, there you Tom go. Hardy. Yeah. I, well, I thought of somebody else that yes. could do it. It's Javier Bardem. Why? Because oh yeah, I, I just I just kind of see that face is kind of that that yeah, uh, but he can't talk English. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. Anyway, I just thought visually that guy could do it. Tall, you know, kind of yeah, got the. Yeah. He's a little head stockier build, but he's that. Uh, anyway, um, uh, I, I do want to tell you something. Uh, just a quick insert here. You guys will get a kick out of this. So I called my mother. Uh, she lives in Dublin, and they are six hours ahead. And uh, so it's never really a challenge to catch her because she's a night owl like myself. She so called any fucking time. So as soon as it gets dark, that's what usually I call her. And I called her three or four times, and I was like, you know, ah, I said, uh, so I kid you not, she called me back yesterday. Today is Tuesday. She called me back yesterday, and she said, uh, she said, uh, oh, she goes, I'm sorry I missed your call. Calls plural. She said, but I was listening to episode 141, Slappercast. <laughs> so nice. I said, yeah, I said, if you ever need to get out of Shit, that's how you do just it. You're listening yeah. to our show. Yeah, oh, just it's not really fucking loud. Thanks, mom. Anyway, so I just thought that. Tell your mom I apologize. <laughs> she knows. She knows. Um. Oh, and it's just another thing about tonight too. So we're playing. Uh, this is back now at the Texas Ren Fair at the campgrounds, and a great fucking stage, by the way. And also a brand new banner from the Drunken Monkey Party. Yes, thank you, thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. Back. It's yeah. fucking gorgeous. Anyway, Shiny issue. Yes, it is. Just like me. So, uh, um, so anyway, there's two girls at the front of the stage and they're grinding on each other. And uh, I think. Grinding! Thank you. No, seriously. I think it was in the middle of, of a song, but I said, uh, oh, that reminds me of my mother. And yeah, uh, right. yeah. they got, they got like, really offended. I was like, hey, if you could do that, I could fucking do this. And yes. So, but I just want to say that my mother does a lot better than they did. Anyway, so, does. carry on. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Um, no, but. Uh, okay, so what, what, what band would you, besides David Bowie's low period, what band would you like to see a biopic of? I, and no, and no, no, yes. like, no, like. Just like what band would I see a biopic of? I mean, just because I because I know some of these backstories, I would love to see the the um, 
you know, the, 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 Lemmy's got a great, Lemmy's got a great, yeah, um, past, you know, I mean, his, and, and, and he influenced so many fucking people. People don't know that he was a speed reader and he was, uh, a, a giant when it came to writing hits. He wrote a bunch of Aussies hits. He's co-written with just untold, you know, hundreds of, of, of top class. You know, he covered Heroes by Bowie. He's in, but I mean, he just, in his whole life was, uh, I mean, starting at, you know, before Hawkwind, that guy was making, uh, I, I think it was a thousand pounds a week. This is back in the, 60s yeah a thousand pounds a week this guy was making and and uh, it's just and it was obscene the the, the the heights that his bands got to the something creatures and the something they, they had a bunch of different bands but Hawkwind was his that was his low and anyway so sorry I'm starting to write the pick so I'd like to see that just because it is it, you know there, there are so many, uh, so many people influenced by 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 Motorhead. Without Motorhead, there was no Venom. Then there was no, you know, all those heavy bands. And there was no Metallica. There was no, you know, just yeah. without Motorhead, there was, you know, it just it's it, it's so good and it's all based in fucking rock and roll. It's all based in, you know, in in true, you know, in, yeah. he didn't try to do. He just stayed in that fucking thing. You know, we got Motorhead. We play rock and fucking roll, and that was that was the opening. Yeah, you know, to every show. And just uh, heart of gold, that guy too. Just, yeah, such a nice guy. And, he, and if the fact that he's still, that's still, I think, like one of my favorite music documentaries I've seen is that one about Lemmy. Yeah, called Lemmy. That he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best one. No, it, it, it was great because he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't put any fucking uh, gloss on it. He doesn't do any. You know, I, I, I kind of forgive him for playing with Dave Grohl because Dave Grohl was doing what he was supposed to do: play fucking drums. And you know that let me do it. But um, I, I love the story too, where the darkness. You know, I mean, even I think yeah, yeah. Know, that fucking uh, gimmick band, and, and that's what Lemmy had called them. And uh, I love that story where where they were saying, you know, because if you're in rock and roll, and Lemmy gives you the nod, you know, yeah, no, no, that's a big fucking deal. Yeah, they didn't get the nod. No, <laughs> they got the fuck. But so yes, yeah, so, so anyway, I'd like to see that, and I'd love to see. Um, you know, like real early Elvis, no fucking Memphis Mafia, you know, no, you know, like early, early days, you know, overcoming, you know, what he, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Richard, well, well, I mean, what a fucking life. Yeah. That guy. Sad story, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, Chuck Berry. I mean, I'd love to see all this. This is, again, this is where I, uh, you know, like the BG said, that's where I came in. Uh, that Bee Gees, that's another great documentary. If yeah. You fucking, if you, if you like, even if you don't like music, watch that fucking thing. You want to see guys that know how to fucking put a song together. Yeah. God. And that, that's another. That's yeah. That, I mean, that's one. This is one. Of, there was one I saw recently that was actually pretty good because they they did a lot of studio stuff. It was one about Brian Wilson because the, because his studio work was so well documented. They were able to kind of dig in and kind of recreate a lot of stuff. That's really cool. Bee Gees has to be that you know yes. you got to show them working it on like nose nose to the grindstone you know coming up with all that brilliant shit yeah. they did especially like through how they kind of made you know they, they kind of conquered disco disco was already a thing and they kind of took it you know in this completely different 
perfected direction. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I want to see the same thing with ABBA, too. That would, that would be kind of an interesting, yeah. interesting story. I want to see the behind the scenes both, with ABBA. <laughs> both of those bands kind of dominated that whole genre. Yeah. Thing. And I think Willie Nelson, you know, Johnny Cash, you know, all those people have just wonderful stories and their collaborations, too. The, stuff, the people that they rubbed elbows with and wrote with and influenced and mm-hmm. stole from and just genius genius stuff the thing the thing these filmmaker, filmmakers gotta get right is they've gotta have actual experts consulting on the movie you gotta have musicians you gotta have people like music historians who actually know how this shit happens and how it happened and just get it right for fuck's sake you know it's it shouldn't be that hard to tell these stories because they're right there yeah. waiting to be told well I, I think another thing is too and I could be wrong on this but I'm guessing a lot of the times it's families stepping in to say no 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 don't tell that yes. part you know so the families will come in and they'll say no let's leave out the no that's the part that they want to fucking see sorry right. I'm sorry that he was right. Uh, right. you know that Ted Nugent was fucking an underage uh, yeah. married an underage you know yeah you know, whatever. I mean, I guess you know that that's the that unfortunately that's that, that's your you know that's the way you went. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons why. I mean, I don't think either of these Bowie films would have been any good if you know if they had gotten the rights to use the music. But there's a movie called Stardust that came out recently that had no rights to use any of the music, and of course it was terrible. That wasn't the only problem with it. Apparently, I didn't see it yet. Uh, and there, were, I'll, I'll watch it just so I can see how bad it is. There's another movie called Velvet. Velvet gold mine that came out in the late 90s that was supposed to be about a Ziggy period yeah. yeah really good music in it but they couldn't get any rights to any Bowie music so they had to make it fictional it was still about Bowie's period but it was again Bowie rejected it because he didn't like the script it was a terrible script it was one of those things I was telling I was talking, complaining last week about how people try to they, they, they just see Bowie for the surfacey stuff and there's no depth to any of his character in that movie yeah. I'm, I'm certain that's why Bowie rejected it so well, but you that, can't tell the story. Like the, the idea I had, you have to have the rights to the music in order yes, to tell that story. Yes, if you if you have, if you're gonna watch anything, it's got to have the fucking music in it because that's half the thing. I did not see, nor would I ever see, nor do I give a fuck about Elton John. So I wouldn't see the, <laughs> I wouldn't see that piece of shit that came out. I haven't seen that either. Uh, and somebody was saying, oh, it wasn't, and it came out, I guess, right on the heels of the of the Freddy story or the Freddy yeah, movie. Yeah, afterwards, yeah. So I, I mean. Fucking strike it down, strike it down. I mean, just, I mean, I could not. But well, I've never liked his music anyway. But sure. I just couldn't care less. And then, especially not after a movie like that, that that did so well. Yeah, I think that was one too. I think Elton was directly involved in that too. That he had his blessing. That film. I don't know. I didn't see it. It was fun. Oh, oh I know. Oh, you did see it? Yeah. It was. It was kind of hyper real too, right? I mean, it was. It was. It was. It was like kind of. It not, filled a couple hours. But it was like they told it like a fantasy story, right? Like it wasn't really. Um, it was like, yeah, like like some of the songs were kind of out of order as far as like timeline kind of stuff, and like he was like a ten year old singing Saturday Night Song right, like to his grandmother in a bar somewhere, which didn't really happen. But <laughs> okay. I think it did. But, I'd like to see a police one. The police yeah. would be great because that's a short story. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're really only like, what, three, three or four years? Right? Thank you. That's what it looks like. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the police story would be great. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of arguments. 
<laughs> There'd be a lot of argument. Oh, there's there's like three or four documentaries that they've done over yes. the years, you know, including Andy's uh, newest one. So it's like there's plenty of footage to kind of, you know, yeah. glean. Yes. You know, and the so. and the fact that they haven't changed to this day, you know, they're all True. still the same. Right. You they know, also kind of look the same too. Yeah. You kind of think that they wouldn't get in the way of that either because they they were really really. Uh, Kind of vulnerable, or like not vulnerable. You know what I mean? They, they were pretty open in that documentary they put it, about all the conflicts that they've had. Like this story, I want to see this this scene played out on screen of, of uh, that that instrumental. Uh, was it Camels? That instrumental that Andy Summers wrote that they hated. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? That oh. really weird doc, uh, uh, instrumental. It's on one of their not their last album, not before that. Sting hated it, so he didn't even play on it. So Stewart helped Andy finish it, and then because Sting was so pissed off that they did it without him, and because he hated it, he went and found the tapes and buried them in the yard outside the studio. <laughs> so they had to go and dig it up to put it on the album. I would, that, that's an old I would love to see that scene. There's got that they had so many rows, so many arguments and fistfights and shit. That's, yeah. that that's got to be a fun movie, fun story to tell. Yeah, yeah, Gordon. Fuck off, Gordon. But they yeah. they loved and hated each other. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it the, the music, uh, you know, the music has the conflict in every song. Yeah, you know, has every it has all their personality in every song. Yeah, it's a great one. I'd love to see that. Yeah, and uh, I guess Shelley Lowe could play all three. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a. I've got Shelley Duvall. Oh, no, 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 no. No, she's in the... She's in the back. With a muzzle. Yes. The Shinnin. Um... Is there any, any... I mean, outside of music, are there any biopics that you can think of that were particularly good? Gandhi. Gandhi, really? Oh, fucking yeah. I, God, it's been a while. It's been years since I've seen that. I don't know. And Kings, it looks just like... <laughs> yes, it does. I thought that one about LBJ... Was pretty good. It came out a couple of years ago uh, with the guy. What's his name? He, he was in uh, Breaking Bad. That actor, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yeah, Brian Cranston played LBJ. Oh, I, think I heard about that. Yeah, he was pretty good. I heard that was good. Yeah, I, did I that. saw that on the plane over to Ireland. I think in 2019. I think a lot of biopics that are not music related are actually pretty good. Yes, because it's less to worry about. Maybe look like, like the guy kind of talking to the person or whatever yeah, yeah. And you don't have to fucking sing and butcher a song that maybe people once liked yes right, right. Uh, um yeah so many so fucking many I just my head's a sp- you know uh, um Is the, I, th- I think I saw it when I was a kid but it, that, that happened so long ago what's wrong with me well he's hungry where can I start he's hungry too yeah. Um, he was vegan. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it again. Yeah. I'll look it up. Homework. It's really good. Yeah, okay. Sorry. I believe you. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia is fucking awesome. I'd like to see the, uh, I'd like to see the, the, those, uh, those kids, with, with back when they were kids, but the Sean Penn, the Tom Cruise, all that shit. I'd like to have, like, the, you know, the Rat Pack version of that. Oh, yeah. Back when they were back when they were all coming up they all kind of came from I won't say a silver spoon in the mouth but 
Yeah, the big fucking silver spoon in their ass. You know, that's, there's, not, that's not meant to work. Yeah. <laughs> but they, you know what I mean? They, 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 it's, they all had a leg up into the thing. But, in fairness, now, they really did, they really did their, their job when they got there. Like them or not, you know, Tom Cruise became the biggest action hero of all time. And, you know, Sean Penn, uh, you know, I, I don't know all their names, okay? I haven't seen Richmond High and I haven't seen, you know, a lot of these icon movies. Have you seen Taps? Nope. Well, Taps is the one you're going to see. That's when they're all they're all in it. All those guys are in it. And they're super young and they play like a, like a bunch of high school kids at a military school. Oh. And somebody loses their mind and shoots a bunch of people. Yes, I did uh, see that. Yes, yes, yes I, did I did see that. Yeah. The fat kid. Uh... Was he plump? No? The kid that shot him up? Was, was he plump? Was he a plump? No. Was he a pudding Was lover? he plump in Josie? Yes. Um, yeah, I'd like yeah, to... Huh? Yeah, I'd like to see that. Uh, anyway, so um, we're nearing the end of, of our journey. Hey, I'd like to see what about... <laughs> um, but I would like to hear if... Uh, Okay, okay, hold on, one more question. Yes. One more question. Answer this honestly. If you got a phone call tomorrow from Hollywood, from Hollyweird, <laughs> and they asked you to be in a biopic, who would you play? <laughs> who would I play? Oh, fuck. Yeah, there you go. Get out of that one. Uh, who could I play? Tell you something else didn't say, right? No. I could do Peter Gabriel maybe in his later years. <laughs> you'll you'll <laughs> it's try it. A really boring movie. John John Luke Picard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fun. Eric, who would you be? Stephen King. Stephen King. Kind of the same hair. Yeah, I could be Carrie King. I would be um Ted Agent. Lemmy? I could do a Lemmy. Yeah. You can kind of yeah. pull it off of that. Yeah. Could be Steve Harris. Hey, what what non-Lemmy role would you take? Non-Lemmy role. I don't know. Actually, I could do it. I could lose a few pounds and be a John Lennon. You know, the, the hippie years. I've done it before. <laughs> yeah. So Stephen King, what band was he in? Flock of Seagulls? We do a, oh, we do a band movies? Oh, give me a band person? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, made it hard. Okay, Mark. Who? He's already made his own movie. He Dave Clark, Dave Clark, five drummer. Ronnie Tut. Ronnie Tut. Oh, Tutt? too soon. Tut tut tut. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was fun. <laughs> we are uh, we are out of time. As uh, uh, I don't know if, if anybody watched the uh, the Doug Stanhope podcasts that we we, we kind of reran. We kind of shoved them back out there again. Um, but he is going to be in Houston next week. November 2nd, Thursday, yes. November 2nd, um, there are tickets uh, available. It was the 4th. It was 4th, excuse me, Thursday the 4th Thursday. of November. That's right, yes. that's right. So, um, if you uh, if you have any interest in seeing my, or our opinion, one of the greatest comics of all time, uh, I would highly, 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 highly recommend the, the Improv Thursday, November 4th, Doug Stanhope. Yeah, uh, should still be some tickets available. Where a whole bunch of us are going. Um, yeah, do yourself a favor. Yeah, next week the episode that comes out ahead of that that night. 
we may have some new stories about Doug. Yes. Or Pat, Patrick may have some new stories about him. Yes. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, remember last week I said, heads up, Florida. We might have some news about Florida. Yes. We have news about Florida. We got Florida news. We got Florida news. So we're going to be in Punta Gorda? Yeah, Friday is Jacksonville, uh, Litches, Jacksonville Beach. And Saturday, Sunday, Celtic Ray in uh, Punta Gorda. And we're going to have, we might have another, uh, might have another show there, or two show thrown in. So yeah. stay tuned. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And um, we hope to see you all soon. Indeed. All right. See you guys next week. There you go. Right. Right. There you go.